0: I'm Michelle Morvan in the marketing department of Callaway's Nursery. Dallas-Fort Worth is our home. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, here's Neil. Thank
1: you, Michelle. Good morning, everybody. And I hope it's a great morning for you. If you're in Collin County, you are doused. At least it was where I got out of the car. <laughs> oh, golly, I am wet. I'm trying to go to church in three hours, and uh, I have sent word to... Put another load of clothes in. Different change of clothes. It's raining. Really came in. Denton, I think, got some rain. I think maybe the northern outskirts. I will leave that up to the the weather people. Good morning. We are here to talk plants at your place today. Gardens, urban gardens, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. I'll be here for the next two hours. Callaway sponsors this hour, and I hope you'll let them know that you appreciate that. You'll probably be in a Callaway sometime today. They're open from 9 until 6, all of their stores. As that uh, wonderful group of nurseries grows, they're great people. They're more than a hundred Texas-certified nursery professionals and management I've known for more than 40 years, and they're. It, it reflects from the top down. They're good people all the way through and through. So thank you, Callaways. Appreciate that. Get into a Callaways today. It's a good time for planting of your fall things, things that will be featured this autumn. So, again, the phone number, if you'd like to call, we'd love to hear from you. Mike Bass is running the boards, and he is uh, catching the calls and screening them for me in the other studio down the hall, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Yeah, it's a long haul, but uh, give uh, give Mike your call, and he'll get you ready to go on the air with me as we are live on this, uh, what is it, 9th of July. So we begin the program as we have for 28 years now with Steve Huddleston speaking on behalf of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. Steve, good morning. Yes, good morning,
2: Neil. What is happening at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden? Tell us. Well, there's plenty going on. Uh, for one thing, the renovation—excuse me—the renovation of Old Garden Road has been completed. This is a walkway right in the center of the garden. It really connects the north end of the garden with the south end of the garden. And for years, it was just a service road, uh, an asphalt paved road, but now it's a beautiful pedestrian walkway. All vehicular traffic has been eliminated in the center of the garden. And so people can freely enjoy walking on this uh, route uh, that is paved with huge stones and different uh, kinds of materials. It is beautifully landscaped on each side with perennials, annuals, trees, shrubs uh some of those trees are even in very very large pots very large containers and then also lining this walkway are some beautiful japanese style lanterns of two different sizes that will illuminate that pathway in the evening and i think that's appropriate because this pathway leads to and past the east entrance to the japanese garden so there's a very nice theme along there it's a beautiful walkway Uh, it's really a great addition to the garden now
1: steve if i went back uh 90 or 100 years to the origin of the fort worth botanic garden it was a rock quarry at one point was it not before it was a landfill i mean we're talking about it,
2: way way back
1: yes it was and indeed yes was that the road on, on which the rock
2: was hauled out do you suppose well i don't know uh that's a good question uh I, I know garden it's is, yeah, yeah it is near that area but mm. uh Yeah, the Japanese garden has a lot of topography in it, and there's some, yeah, it was an old rock. Hard to tell,
1: yeah. Whatever the quickest way out of there would have been. Yeah. Interesting the transformations a a, a hundred acres can have, isn't it? And the uh, the people who were hauling the rock probably would be a little amazed, you think? Yes. Tell us about your featured plant. I had a call yesterday on one of my other programs asking about uh, columnar plants, and uh, this one would certainly have fit that answer if the soil would be right for that caller. Tell us about this one.
2: Well, and this is a plant that is growing on Old Garden Road. And interestingly, I first saw this plant at a garden show in Germany. Hmm. Uh, and so now we have it growing along Old Garden Road. And this is a cultivar of sweet gum. The cultivar name is Slender Silhouette. And it is just that. Uh this is a tall columnar cultivar of our native sweetgum tree. Uh, this, this strain was found growing wild in Tennessee and has been named a cultivar. But anyway, it grows 50 to 60 feet tall and 5 to 6 feet wide, with the top of the tree about the same width as near the bottom of the tree. So the, the width is consistent from top to bottom. Uh, the leaves are the typical sweetgum leaves. Uh, the tree does produce fruits. The fewer in number, and the fault can be yellow, orange, red, or burgundy. You do want to plant this tree in full sun in moist, well-drained soil. Although it will tolerate dry soil once it's uh, established or when it's mature, uh, it does prefer uh, prefer acidic soil, but it will tolerate a pH of six to eight. So I know we're in that range in the garden. So. Uh, USDA hardiness zones, 5A through 9B, we're well within that zone. So anyway, this is a slender growth habit uh, that uh, makes it ideal for narrow spaces like medians along property lines or as an accent screen or street tree. We have them planted in a, just a little half circle at one point along Old Garden Road. That, uh, that
1: sounds like a beautiful Specimen, I, I like sweet gums. I have not been lucky with them in the in the Collin County alkaline soil. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful trees, beautiful fall color. East Texas mm-hmm. is uh, beholden to them for that. All right, tell us about Zim sculpt. It's time is just about run
2: out, isn't it? Just about we have through the end of the month for this exhibit which features more than one hundred contemporary sculptures by several dozens Zimbabwean artists. Uh, all sculptures in the exhibit are for sale, some very large pieces out on the grounds. Smaller pieces are for sale under a large white tent in the parking lot in front of the Japanese Garden. Uh, This place is called the Marketplace. It's open to guests seven days a week from 9.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Live sculptors are on site demonstrating their artistry for the duration of the exhibit, which does run through July 30th. All right. All of that
1: and a whole lot more at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. How do they find you, Steve?
2: Well, we are just north of I 30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. All right. It's the same
1: exit you would take uh, for uh, the Fort Worth Zoo or for TCU, but instead of going south, you would come north, and it's the first thing north. Yeah. Easy to find. A 24 hour information uh, line, a recorded message, always available to you, old fashioned style. What is that phone number?
2: That is 817 463 4160.
1: All right, and most importantly in this day and age, the the website of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. I said it slowly for a reason. What's the website?
2: Yes, that is fwbg.org.
1: I think they caught on. That's great. Yes. Steve, as always, you have done a beautiful job. I appreciate you. I hope you know that. Well, thank you. All right, we will talk to you soon Steve Huddleston right, with right. the Fort Worth Botanic Garden you bet and that's sponsored today let me give you the phone number again let's get some people wakened up here and give me a call at 800 800 2 let's start that over again so you don't do 800 twice 800 288 800 9227. Call right now, please. Arborological Services, the experts your trees deserve. They'll be coming to our house in a week or two, and our trees are always so... Perfectly served by the folks at Arborological Services. Your trees represent a lot of value in the property value of your home. If you have a a high-quality shade tree and it's uh, strategically placed for shade and for recreational value and aesthetic value for your home, it may be worth five figures, easily five figures. You need to protect that by having the finest tree service company in North Texas look at it and take care of it and nurture it and love it. Things that maybe you don't know to do, they can do for you. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists, plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters, college degreed people in those fields, and uh, Kevin Bassett and Russell Peters, and first of all in the list, Steve Hauser, the owner, founder of Arborological Services, have all been selected as Arborists of the Year for the state of Texas. Miguel Pastenez is a 13-time Texas State tree climbing champion. How good is that? Oh my goodness. They'll do the job right. They have crews going out every morning all across the Metroplex. They serve only the Metroplex. This is not a franchise that has an office here and another uh, office in Atlanta and somewhere else. They are strictly here. That's why they know local trees so very well. Have them out to do the work at your home. Protect your trees. Call Arborological Services on the web, arborological.com. Dot com. It's uh, phonetic spelling. It's arbor, and then the letter I, logical. It's a forestry word. Arborological Services, 866-552-7267. You'll find them on my homepage. You'll find them in eGardens, my electronic newsletter. The phone number's there if you have trouble. 866-552-7267, arborological.com. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc. Twitter, at the tree experts it's arborological services
2: i'm jackson with Callaway's nursery in richardson we're proud to present this hour of neil sperry's texas gardening and now back to neil
1: thank you jackson very very much that is the original the first they call it store 101 it's store one to uh, lay people like you and me i was there the day that store opened little did i know that they would uh, have all these stores and do so beautifully good for them that's uh, that's callaways and uh, you need to you need to let them know you appreciate their sponsorship so uh, what do we do here in the middle of july well there are a lot of things we're approaching the middle of july uh, you need to um, this is the last call absolutely last call for planting of tomato transplants for your fall garden stay with the small to intermediate varieties like the cherry tomatoes yellow pear tomatoes uh, sweet 100 or super sweet 100s you also can go up to romas and super fantastic but stay away from the large fruiting tomatoes this is the last time that i will mention tomatoes uh, to you unless you bring it up um, it's also the the time to begin thinking about planting peppers for your fall garden. That uh, prime time would come starting next week. If you're planting turf grass, this is a great time for planting turf grass. You have about a month left to get it done, maybe six weeks, especially for Bermuda grass. But St. Augustine needs to be uh, needs to be planted as soon as possible, if you possibly can. That uh, would be a, a, a very important thing as far as fertilizing turf grass. Fertilize your Bermuda grass every two months with an all-nitrogen fertilizer with 30, 35, 40 percent of that nitrogen in slow-release form. St. Augustine, I would avoid fertilizing it in the heat of the summer because of the disease called gray leaf spot. Uh, That uh, disease is exacerbated by nitrogen in hot weather, and uh, so stay away from that. You'll see Uh, The lawn looking like it's had boiling water kind of sprinkled across it, and if that if you see those spots, a little bigger than BBs, just kind of scalded looking, uh, then that's gray leaf spot, and you want to avoid nitrogen and at least for the time being, go ahead and use the fungicide azoxystrobin. Azoxystrobin it's the same fungicide you used in the spring for take all root rot, and it's the same one you would use in the fall for brown patch. Um, That is available. Uh, At consumer level is Scott's uh, Disease X. Uh, That is the only brand, last I checked, that is available at consumer level of that fungicide. There aren't a lot of turf fungicides left in the marketplace. Uh, There are to uh, commercial applicators, but not so much to homeowners. Um, What else do we need to talk about? I'm seeing a lot of webworms uh, and and getting calls and questions about bagworms and, and conifers and junipers and other uh, cone-bearing plants, that's bagworms, but I'm talking about tent caterpillars or webworms in your, uh, uh, in your pecan trees and in uh, persimmons and in uh, walnuts and things of that sort, but especially pecans. Uh, uh, the uh, webworms create the great big ugly nasty looking webs at the ends of the branches. If you see those, trim them out when they just are getting started. Use a long-handled pole pruner P-O-L-E, pole pruner it's, It telescopes out so you can uh, either prune them out by nipping the tip of the branch off or you can uh, most of them have a saw uh, a hook saw at the end of them and you can use that saw to pull the the webs out of the ends of the trees and uh, you just have to break them open break the webs open birds will harvest the the larvae uh, but uh, they 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 can do a lot of stripping of the foliage in a hurry and they'll hang up there until uh, winter time if you don't get rid of them when they're small. So, those are a few things spraying is not practical because they're so far up and it's hard to get the spray into the web anyway. So, those are a few things that are very timely at this uh, at this point. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening might be the only gardening reference book that you will need to be successful here in Texas. It's a hardback, 344 pages, 840 of my photographs, and it's printed in Texas. Those are things that you might expect to drive the price up and up and up. And if it were sold in bookstores, that would be the case. But to keep the price low, I decided to self-publish the book. That way I wouldn't be working through a publisher. They wouldn't be taking their share out. I wouldn't have to work with committees. That was an advantage to me, uh, committees that didn't understand gardening at all. I could hire my own editor, Carolyn Skye, my own graphic designer, Cindy Smith, and I could, uh, I could do things the way I kn- knew that they needed to be done with the guidance of those two brilliant ladies. So the three of us did this book. And it was printed at Clear Visions in San Antonio and bound at Universal Book Bindery, also in San Antonio. It has, as I say, 840 of my photographs, 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is that calendar telling you when to do all these important things, including the things I just covered with you. And uh, 48 pages, 4 pages per month of what needs to be done month by month by month. No longer will you have to call to ask Neil. Uh, When should I do this or that? It's all in Chapter 2. Then Chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit and vegetables. Took a year to write the book. Took me a lifetime to learn what I put in the book. And it's yours for $36.95. That's a sale price. I sign every copy as it sells and I guarantee your satisfaction or I will give you a full refund on the book. Uh, Almost 80,000 sold to date and not one request for a refund. I think you're going to like the book. Now, two ways you can order it. It's not in stores and not on Amazon, but you can get it from my uh, office by calling my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order it from my website. You can do that right now at neilsperry.com. N E I L S P E R R Y.com. It's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. That is a, uh, a wonderful church. It is our church, and I'm happy to provide that uh, announcement. It's not really an ad because nobody gets billed for it. It's just a goodwill gesture. Uh, we, we love our church. It's a historic old building built uh, more than 100 years ago and just beautiful. 315 North Church Street in downtown McKinney, about a, a block and a half west, northwest of downtown McKinney. Come join us. Tommy is already in his first service for today. He does four at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10.05, and 11.10. We think we work hard, you know, and uh, hope you'll join us. Uh, the uh, 10.05 service live streams. All the information on First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney is available at sharingtheheart.org, as well as the live stream. That's where you would go if you'd like to sample it before you come the first time. But come join us live. It's always better. And the church music is, uh, there is, we we go to the traditional service. There is a contemporary service if you prefer that. Um, And that's the last two times at 10.05 and 11.10. But uh, anyway, join us, sharingtheheart.org. The 1930s were difficult times for America. You heard all about the Great Depression. The country was... uh, having a real struggle at that time. Jobs were scarce, but hopes remained high, and it was during that time that Mueller started making metal products. And Now, here we are, more than 90 years later, and that Mueller name is known across the South as having the finest in quality steel and workmanship. Mueller and its products, they understand what it means to weather the storm. A Mueller metal roof is made to last and to protect you and your most valued possessions from the harsh weather we're accustomed to in our area. A Mueller metal roof can endure the intense sun, the heavy rain, hail, and snowstorms for years to come. That's a lot longer than a conventional roof. If you want peace of mind for the future, choose a metal roof for your home, a roof that's been made by Mueller. Visit MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, to learn more and to find a location near you. You'll see why a Mueller metal roof is the best thing to put over your head. Give them a call at 8772 Mueller. That's 8772683553. Or stop by one of their 36 locations. They're Mueller. They're made in America. And they are made to last. It's Mueller, Inc. dot com. Mueller. Mueller is made in America.
4: I'm Reba with Calloway's Nursery on Greenville Avenue in Dallas. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil.
1: I have the pleasure, thank you, Reba, of recording those rejoinders at an annual uh, new product meeting that they have. And there are more than 100 of their managers and assistant managers, all of them Texas certified or master certified nursery professionals, almost all of them. Some of them are underway to gain that designation. And that's just so powerful. That's really quite a statement on behalf of Callaway's. They are they are leaders in the nursery industry, and uh, it's a joy to get to tell you their message and to invite you to stop in at a Callaway's in your part of town. I hope you'll do that, and I hope you'll let them know that you appreciate their sponsoring the program. They bring you a lot of great products. They also bring you a lot of great information through the expertise of those certified nursery professionals. Give us a call. It's 800-288-WBAP, 800 288 Nine two two seven. We can talk about your shade trees and how to get the most out of them. How to how to get the uh, the very best uh, uh, growth out of them. We can talk about crepe myrtles and why they may or may not be blooming properly this year. Uh, that is a question I'm getting a lot right now. We can talk about that right after uh, our news uh, break. Let me tell you about Whiskey Stone. I love talking about Mike and Derek Wisenan as people and as business people because they own and operate a business that is just outstanding. I don't think you have a landscape finished until you have stone in that landscape, and Whiskey Stone is the best I've ever seen, 22 acres of glorious stone. Whether you're putting in a retaining wall or a, a patio, maybe it's a walkway, a pathway, Maybe you just want decorative river rock to take the place of some of all of that ground cover you have. Maybe you want decorative gravel for a pathway. They have it all. Maybe you're building a fountain. Are having it built for you. Maybe you're not as handy as uh, as the skilled craftsmen they can refer you to. They're very active in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association, so they can refer you to the very best. That's Whiskey Stone. They are located in southeast Fort Worth, where they are open Monday through Saturday, six days a week, closed on Sundays. I hope you'll get out and take a look. Shop to your heart's content. They'll help you. Take photos of what you have and what you really like because they'll help you match up with it and they can refer you. Maybe you saw a beautiful fountain in somebody's backyard or even in a commercial landscape and it's, it's uh, you know, not a 40-foot fountain, something that is appropriate for your landscape. They'll, they'll say, well, I know who can do that for you. So here's the contact information. It's Whiz Q Stone, the letter Q, 4501 East Loop 820 South, 4501 you know, that's not right, Neil, yeah 01, East Loop 820 South, it was correct, in Fort Worth, and it's 817-429-0822, whiz-q.com. It's Whiz-Q Stone, and they are fabulous. Let them know I was bragging about them. You're going to love them. Whiz-Q Stone.
3: DFW's News, Talk, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 820 WBAP.
0: KPLX 995 FM HDT.
3: A cumulus media station. Trending now.
4: Very hot temperatures return. I'm Lori Waffenschmidt at the WBAP
3: 24 7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP, first traffic and weather. On
4: the ones. In North Richland Hills, an accident is blocking the two left lanes of East Loop 820 northbound at Boulevard 26, Davis Boulevard. And in Irving, Loop 12, Walton Walker southbound between 114 and Grawweiler Road is closed due to road construction. (laughs) Your WBAP forecast, a heat advisory in effect from 1 p.m. this afternoon to 9 p.m. Monday night. Today, mostly sunny, a chance of showers and thunderstorms this morning, then a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon, highs in the mid-90s, heat index values up to 105. Tonight, partly cloudy with a 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms, humid with lows in the mid-70s. Monday, mostly sunny, humid with highs in the mid-90s, heat index values up to 108 in the afternoon. Right now, it is 78 degrees in Dallas, 82 degrees in Fort Worth as said the brutal heat is returning to the metroplex allison prater is with the national weather service in fort worth
3: we're in a pattern where we have just that moisture and so we do have moisture coming in especially more in along the eastern portions of i-35 is where that higher moisture is going to be so that's why we're seeing those higher heat indices and higher heat index values
4: actual temperatures are expected to reach triple digits by midweek but it already feels hotter than 100 in many spots The National Weather Service warns it will be important to drink plenty of fluids, stay in air-conditioned areas, stay out of the sun, and check up on relatives and neighbors. Young children and pets should never be left unattended in vehicles under any circumstances. Again, right now it is 78 degrees in Dallas with a little rain. Right now it's 82 degrees in Fort Worth. From the WBAP News Desk, I'm Lori Waffenschmidt. Your next news update is coming up at 9 o'clock. Be sure to check back several times throughout your day and keep connected to News Talk 820 WBAP. That's 99.5 FM HD2.
1: Thank you very much, Laurie, And uh, let me tell you about Callaways right now. I've been telling you they sponsor this entire hour and a half for many, many years. How grateful is a broadcaster to have a sponsor like that? How grateful is a broadcaster to have a sponsor that when, when he or she, when he in my case, sends a, a listener in you know that that listener is going to be treated royally into Calloway's. Offered a bottle of water this time of year, and the offer of how can we help you, and, and then that, uh, that uh, uh, Texas certified nursery professional stands ready to help. Doesn't hover, but is right there ready to help in any way. That's Calloway's for you. Texans love their Cora XDR Vinca. And count on it to fill their flower beds each year. Stop by your neighborhood Calloway's Nursery today. Discover the fascination for yourself. First, it's the blooms. They come in a wide range of colors, from white to purple to pink and all shades in between. Every one of those shades, rich and beautiful. You'll also find they're extremely easy to grow with their lush fullness that you'll enjoy all summer long, since they really do well with our heat and humidity. Even better, you don't need to deadhead the flowers. These miraculous plants are self-cleaning. They bloom continuously until frost brings that fabulous display of color to an end. XDR stands for Extreme Disease Resistance. Hallelujah. Choose this variety that will support your gardening success. It's Vinca that fights back. Right now, all your neighborhood Callaways, the 4-inch pots, are on sale. Regular $1.99, on sale for $1.48. Their Texas-grown, knowledgeable team is available to help you find everything you need to create and keep your landscape beautiful. If you're looking for fresh ideas to update your landscape, it could be easier now, more than ever, because they have the help of Callaway's landscape design and installation. Take advantage of the lazy days of summer and work with their experienced design team to create a customized digital design and to set up a convenient time for the installation. To schedule your design visit, go to Callaway's.com and shop at any of their community stores, including the new location in Cedar Park, just northwest of Austin, open seven days a week for your convenience. That's Callaway's Nursery. Their life lived beautifully. They are local. They are here and they are wonderful.
3: Callaway's.com. Fair and balanced reporting from Fox News Radio, News Talk 820, WPAP, and 99.5 FM HD2.
1: Thirteen years ago, I got a phone call from uh, 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 Bruce Jones saying, Neil, we'd like to talk to you about maybe uh, your advertising sunburst shutters. And I went out to meet with Bruce and and, uh, just loved the company, loved the people, loved the shutters. And, in fact, we ended up buying shutters from from bruce and the company made for our windows every sunburst shutter is made individually window by window by window and it wasn't too many years until bruce retired and his son collins took over and it was that same hands-on personal uh, attention to detail of the company and collins has grown the company now to include the rest of the state of texas austin san antonio houston and waco and good job this is, this is a wonderful company with uh, plantation-style shutters made of poly wood, P-O-L-Y. Uh, the company is about 30 years old, more than that now, and uh, they continue to turn out the finest shutters made in America. They are energy efficient. They are beautiful. There's not a bit of wood in these shutters. They are made of polywood, which is a man-made substitute that won't crack or, or split or peel. They don't warp. They are fabulous. White or off-white, they match any decor, and every one of the sunburst shutters is made for a specific window. You'll like the people a lot. They couldn't be any nicer. Let them come out and show you the shutters. Modernize your home by about two generations of uh, of upgrades, and uh, you'll be surprised at how affordable they are. You'll be surprised at how energy efficient they are, but most of all, you'll be absolutely dazzled by how beautiful they are. That sunburst shutters, just like we have, you'll love them. 214 343 2601. Sure, they have a showroom, but it's easier if you have them come to your house. Do it either way, they'll give you directions to their showroom. 214 214- 343
3: 2601 sunburst com. News Talk 820, WBAP 995 FM HD2, and WBAP.com. And then
1: finally, Niels Ferry's eGardens, my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer directly to your email. It happens right after six o'clock. That's on Thursdays. And this past Thursday, I was doing some changes because we had some exciting news that had happened, um, and I wanted to announce it, and it, it was about 20 minutes late getting out. We had to save it and get it all registered up with Constant Contact, and and uh, we got it sent. It came out about 6.20, 6.22, something like that. I really enjoy writing eGardens. It's like an old-fashioned garden section. You'll uh, you'll get it uh, each week along with 80,000 other Texans. I think you'll like it. Uh, if you want to see what it looks like, go to my website. That's where you sign up for it, and you can see this most recent issue of eGardens. Click on neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, and click on eGardens. Scroll down just a little bit. You'll see the most recent issue always, and you'll also see the sign-up spot now there's always a featured plant of the week. This week, Steve Huddleston. You just heard Steve half an hour ago. Steve wrote on red yuccas and all the new varieties that have been introduced by Mountain States Nursery in in Arizona. They grow a lot of them at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. Steve also wrote uh, on. I'm uh, sorry, I wrote uh, the uh, gardening this weekend, uh, which I always do each week of things that need to get done that weekend. They're ultra timely. And I answer your garden questions. Had a lot of questions this week, and I answered them. And a couple of other stories as well. Think you'll enjoy it. Hope you'll sign up for it. Join 80,000 other Texans who have been taking it for 19 and a half years now. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com.
0: I'm Ronnie with Calabasas Nursery in McKinney. We are proud to present this hour of Neil Spears Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Ronnie, very, very much. That's a delight. That's my store. That's the store I shop in, and uh, always nice to hear her voice. All right, we go to our phones now. Thank you, Pam and Justin. You're coming right now. Pam first. Pam in Plano. Thank you for calling. How can I help you?
0: Thank you for taking my call, Neil. It's a pleasure to speak and listen to you. you. Um, I took out some very well-established crepe myrtles uh, last year and had my yard landscaped and gardened. And now all these shoots are coming up that I just seem to take over my garden. I don't know what to do to eradicate them.
1: All right. Um, well, you probably won't ever have to do that again, but the easy way is uh, when when you cut the crepe myrtle out, Uh, is to drill into the stump and and put a broadleaf weed killer in and kill them before they ever emerge. We aren't there now, though, so we've got to deal with them as they are. Um, I moved a crepe myrtle, a big Catawba crepe myrtle that had been in one location for 30 years. Uh, I moved it about seven or eight years ago. And for about three years, I had a lot of sprouts coming up in a mondo grass bed. And I just dug them out with a sharpshooter spade. And after, oh, it might have been three years, I think it was more like two years, they gave up. They they ran out of steam. You may have oh to gosh. do that. Yeah. The other option, if, if you have clear uh, uh, angle at them, you can use a broadleaf weed killer spray. But you can't use that if you have ground cover, if you have flowers, if you have anything other than grass. Okay,
0: I do have some plants that are nearby, but some of them are isolated where the bed is empty right now just because we haven't planted it and these shoots are coming up. I'm just overwhelmed by it it's
1: them. well it's it's not as hard as it sounds. If you use a sharpshooter spade, you can do it standing up you just you just push that sharpshooter down in the ground and pop them up. They're part of an umbilical cord that is down in the ground and, and you might have to bend enough to, to give it a little bit of a yank, but they come up very easily. It's if, you, if you consider a, a root coming off the old mother plant that's now gone uh, underground and it just occasionally shoots up like a little geyser here and then down the, down the root another foot here and here, and if you sever them in between those and just pull up on the stem that has sprouted up, they usually come up. They don't have much of a root system on their own, uh, they have some, but usually they come up pretty easily. It's not as okay. awful as it sounds.
0: They are well. I, you know, I don't dispute you. you certainly are the expert. But I've been pulling them up for you know months now, and they just came to keep to keep growing back faster than they, you know. And they do. That's before. that's
1: what I say. It takes a couple of years. You discourage them because they don't have much of a source of um, of, of uh, sustenance if you unless you let them get roots developed. But,
0: and uh, you know they're hard to pull out, so I think that there are roots there. But I will continue to well, go dig at one and, up.
1: Dig one up. Just, just spend time to dig one of them up and look at the root system, and I think you'll see what I'm talking about. And it may be if you get to them a little bit sooner, they may have been in long enough to establish their roots, like rooted cuttings would. I, I'm not seeing your plants. If if they of if they had been sprouted and were growing for three or four months, then yes, I bet they do have roots.
0: Right, right. Well, Neil, thank you so much. I'll continue to listen to you. Atta
1: girl. Thank you. I appreciate that. Have a great day. Take care. Thank you. All right. Her line is open, folks. If you'd like to call, I would be grateful. I'd be immensely grateful. And uh, that's 800. Not Not that you're trying to make me grateful, but that would help. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Others who uh, may have the same question you do would be grateful as well. Let's go to Justin in Waco. Justin, this is Neil. Good morning.
3: Good morning, sir. How are you?
1: I'm well, thank you. Uh,
3: good. Uh, I have a question. I planted some black walnuts, and they came up, and I'd like to plant them in my yard. Right now they're about maybe six or eight inches tall in there i've got them in a pot and i was wondering if they if i can just dig a hole and put it in there or what i need to do
1: you can um i don't know how much i want to go into detail I, I'll, I'll blurt it out and you can do with as you wish um how large is your yard
3: uh, half an acre maybe
1: okay uh, I would probably let them grow just a little longer uh, to uh, get a little more height to them to protect them. Or if you plant them out, I'd wait until October at least when the conditions are better. Uh, it's it's pretty foreboding out there right now. And I would put yeah, a, a stake alongside each one of them so that when they lose their leaves, you don't forget they're there and mow them or, or yeah. have, a, have an animal or a child or you or somebody step on them uh, and, yeah, and break them. Um there uh is a there is a a known uh thing that happens with walnuts it it happens with other plants but most notably with walnuts it's called allelopathy where where one plant affects the growth of other plants hinders the growth and and walnuts do that um they have uh, uh they have a an oil uh, that they secrete called juglone, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and it will really suppress the growth of other plants around it. You get a walnut in your yard, and you're going to have a hard time growing a lot of other things nearby. And that's the reason you see a lot of gardeners saying no thanks to walnuts in their yard. So I just I'll offer that as a comment. I wouldn't do your whole half acre with with walnuts because you may not have anything else.
3: Yeah. Um, no, sir. They, I've just got I've got three.
1: Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd probably put them off to a, a part of the yard where you don't really intend to do a lot of heavy-duty landscaping or gardening and uh, let them be over there and do their thing over on that side. Just um, offering that, that comment. There is okay. a, a grafted variety that may be more productive. Uh, I believe it's Thomas. I, I don't get a lot of questions about walnuts, but um, that's another thing to consider because you may get better uh, walnuts off it than you would off seedlings, just like you do on pecans. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Well, I just I got these walnuts off a job site, and I wanted to plant them, so I did. And they came up, so I was excited, and I didn't know. Sure. You know, well, what? I don't want to rain on the
1: parade. I just wanted to state all the facts. <laughs> Let me see if uh, A&M has a fact sheet on walnuts. Let me look at a, a page that I keep here. I'm not a fruit and pecan specialist or nut specialist. I don't. Uh, that's not my background. Let me see what A has if they have anything on walnuts. They do. Hang on just a second. I'll give you a fact sheet number. Uh, yeah, they're talking. It's boy, it's not a whole lot. It's about four or five paragraphs uh if you will look up fruit and nut resources walnut by texas a&m mercy me this is uh 25 years old they just don't write about them much there just isn't a whole lot of interest in walnuts uh yes sir uh, let's see what they what they say they're talking about uh, walnut blight a disease so that's a concern but this is old, old stuff. I, I do a little research on but but you should be fine. Plant them off to the side. Don't let them overwhelm your yard. I, I remember a, a grove of walnuts at the Dallas Arboretum, and it was there was not much growing around them. The your house had them. And there was not much that was gonna, going to uh, uh, grow right in that area. But okay. anyway, I've,
3: I've rained enough All on right. the parade. I'll, I'll shut up at this hey. point. <laughs> That's okay, sir. If you don't mind, I have one more question about sure. the entree. Okay. I got a I got a pecan tree, and when I got it, it was about three inches tall, and it had two leaves on it. Hmm. And now it's about three feet tall, but it's kind of bushy. It's not like it's coming up in a stalk. It's like there's three or four trunks coming up out of it. I was wondering, do I need to trim it or, or just let it go for a few years?
1: All right. Now, I'll ask you the same question on it. Was it grafted, or is it a seedling also? It was a seedling. All right, then uh, then the roots are the same as the top growth, and, and what you should do is, is take the strongest, straightest of the trunks and trim the others off. Let one trunk develop. You don't want to have a, a clump pecan. You want to have just one, and let it be the, the, the trunk that will develop.
3: When should I do that?
1: Anytime you want to. You can do it right now. Walk out right now and do it if you want to.
3: <laughs> Doesn't okay. matter. Doesn't matter. And a, you said A&M, do they have a place you can go to identify weeds as well?
1: Uh, you can do that online. They have a fact sheet. I haven't looked at it in the last uh, probably two or three weeks. I was trying to identify an oddball grass weed uh, a couple of weeks ago, but they have the 100 most common weeds in uh, uh, in, in Texas. And we're talking about not, uh, not pasture weeds, but uh, lawn weeds for turf. Uh, If you will will search agronomy, Texas A&M agronomy, and just uh, common lawn weeds, uh, I think there is a page that has photos of all of them.
3: Okay, sir. I really appreciate your help.
1: Thanks for the call, Justin. Have a great day. Take care. All right. To Terry in Greenville, you'll be coming up next. Let me get this break done, and and then I'll come to you. Uh, We're going to be talking about a replacement for Indian hawthorn, something that blooms, and that is... uh, That is going to be a challenge and we'll see what we can work through there. Uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. This is where I would say, you know, let's go to the book and see what we can find. We'll look for low-growing shrubs with flowers in the shrub chapter. The book has 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Uh, that covers things such as the soil types of Texas, the climatic zones of Texas, the rainfall areas of Texas, hardiness zones of Texas. That's a really critical one because I think that the newest of the USDA hardiness zone maps I think is incorrect. And uh, since it was uh, published in two thousand and twelve we've had two winters that prove it was not correct. anyway, I show you the nineteen ninety map and the two thousand and twelve map and I'll let you make your own choice. I think you'll see what I mean uh, that's chapter one chapter two is a forty eight page calendar in words not uh, not a calendar you put appointments on it's a perpetual calendar telling you month by month what needs to be planted in that month what needs to be pruned in that month what needs to be fertilized in that month and what needs to be watched out for in that month what insect and disease problems come up in july for example that's the one we're working on right now so that's the, the calendar, Chapter 2. I've never put that in a book before. And then Chapters 3 through 11 are incredibly detailed chapters on trees, shrubs. That's where you'd go for uh, for the replacement for Indian hawthorns. Uh, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I worked a year on this book. You get a year of my life for $36.95. I uh, don't work that cheaply usually, but here you get a bargain on it. Uh, And that's the sale price, I might add, as well. So if you're interested, I hope that you'll take advantage of it right away. It's uh, not in stores and not on Amazon. You have to buy it from my website or by calling my office. But I will guarantee that you'll be satisfied with it, or I'll refund every penny you've put into it. Uh, It's Neil Sperry's. Uh, Lone Star Gardening. It's a hardback printed on high quality paper, 344 pages and 840 of my photographs. So either get it from uh, by calling my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW. 800 752 800-752-GRO four seven six nine the better way though is to order it right now while you're thinking of it at neilsperry.com n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y.com Neal Sperry's lone star gardening i like to say that we're a five-star hotel for airplanes when people walk in these hangars probably the most common thing i hear is wow these hangars are beautiful Mueller metal buildings are made to last. A lot of people know Mueller makes a very good product. We like the the metal. It withstands the test of time, it's hardy,
5: and um, everybody was so easy to work with. If we had to do it over again, we would definitely stay with Mueller.
2: Find out more at MuellerINC.com.
5: Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams.
1: We are about to have foundation problems show up in north central Texas. We got a little bit of rain in parts of north central Texas this morning, but by and large, it's turning hot and dry across our area. And that's when the black clay soils on which most of us live, that's when they begin to have this annual uh, act that they uh, put on for us. They shrink. And they take the foundations with them. That's when cracks begin to appear, not only in the soil, but also in our foundations, also in the grout, also in the mortar joints of our bricks and stone. That's when we have to call advanced foundation repair. They will come out to your home and do a very thorough analysis of the slab, of the foundation, to see if there are problems. And if they detect that there are problems, they'll show you exactly what they are, where they are, and how bad they are. They'll tell you what needs to be done to address those problems and what it would cost. I think you'll be amazed at how affordable it is in almost all cases. And you'll also be amazed if you hear these great words, you don't have a foundation problem that's what a lot of people tell me they hear advanced foundation repair they are all about integrity they're a great company i've been advertising for them for 27 years they have done work at our home and i'm pleased pleased as can be to be able to tell you about them give them a call before they get uh, backlogged once it turns hot and uh, well it is hot but really dry 214-333-0003. Yep, it's almost melodic. There's no charge for the home inspection. You'll be grateful that uh, you uh, contacted them. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com, plural. foundationrepairs.com, 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair.
2: Hi, I'm Alexis with Cornelius Nurseries in Sugarland. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Alexis, very, very much. Sterling Cornelius had a wonderful operation down in Houston. He retired, and, and uh, everybody revered him. And the Calloways folks said, you know, we would like to uh, buy in on this. And, and uh, they, they bought Sterling's business. And left his name in uh, honor of him, and because it was so respected in the Houston area, and now they're expanding that as well. Hallelujah! That's great news. Let's go to Terry in Greenville. Terry, this is Neil. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Neil.
1: Thanks for waiting. How can I help?
0: Yes, uh, we're going to replace some Indian Hawthorns. Uh, I know, you know, they keep dying,
2: and I know you don't suggest those anymore. But uh, we're thinking about something about a, you know, a shrub. And, I didn't know if there was one that kind of bloomed like an Indian hawthorn. Uh,
3: the
0: other problem, too, is that uh, dogs are back there. So, you know, something that's
2: not poisonous or maybe a shrub that's, that's more colorful, you know.
1: Well, let me tell you. you know.
2: The more,
1: the more limitations you put on it, there at some point the boat sinks, and I think the boat sank on that one. There aren't a lot of flowering shrubs uh, that, that look like anything when they're not blooming. Uh, Indian hawthorns were a an exception to that. They were lovely shrubs 52 weeks out of the year. They were evergreen, and they, they were lovely when they bloomed. But then endomosporium fungal leaf spot just made them impractical to try to keep. I think you, I think you're better off using one of the dwarf hollies. And if you don't want to have berries, I've, I have them all over our landscape. Our dogs have never through the years had any problem with the berries. Uh, berries, uh, uh, Dwarf Burford would be the one to, to have beautiful red berries all winter long. The mockingbirds, I'm not, uh, the robins in the spring clean them off. And, but -hmm. I've never had any problem with the dogs. But if you don't want any berries and go with dwarf Yopon or Carissa Holly or, uh, or dwarf Chinese holly. It's very prickly, and the dogs certainly don't bother it. That would be my recommendation. Now, another recommendation is wait until October. The nurseries are really picked over right now, a lot of them. But those those are, those are probably your best bets. I'll let Mike check and see if you have anything else. We'll be back, folks.